At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Rush Hour, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Danny Burke, your host. As always, the show presented by Bet Rivers, and we are live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook just outside of Chicago in Des Plaines, Illinois, here with you. For the next 60 minutes, we've got plenty to discuss, a lot of baseball to look forward to. I've got three plays. That's right. Three plays I'm looking forward to, and we'll hit on that to begin the show. But first, let me tell you what else we got dialed up for the remaining segments throughout this hour. Because 15 minutes from now, we're going to be welcomed by host of the Philadelphia City Cast. It's been a minute since we've had him on, but Ryan Rossing's going to be joining us in 15. And we'll talk about this ongoing game with the Phillies. Uh, not looking great at this moment, but we'll look at kind of the macro sense of things out in the NL East, the remaining NL East games, and see if he's got any thoughts in terms of game for the Stanley Cup. And, well, in terms of the Stanley Cup, we got to get in more of a hockey expert, that being host of the Ice Cap on Sirius XM NHL Radio, Jonathan Davis. He will be hopping on in 30 minutes. Side, total, props, series prices, all of that will not only be covered with Jonathan Davis in 30 minutes, but then afterward where I will give my two cents on Game 4 and which ways I'm thinking it's going to go down, how we're still sweating out our series bet, and much more revolving around the ice this evening. But let's go ahead, get into my top plays tonight, which we like to call here on the program Danny's Dimes, where we've got three that we're looking forward to betting in baseball. We were fortunate enough to come through with a 2-0 night last night. We're hoping to carry it forward into Wednesday night. So let's jump in with this Cubs and Pirates game. Last night, we actually faded the Cubs 
But this night, I'm looking to reverse things. I'm actually going to put a little bit of stock into this Cubs team this evening because it's a unique situation. And I say unique in the sense of the pitching matchup and Pittsburgh not really having a reliable pitcher out there for their squad. Jared Eikhoff is going to be taking the bump for Pittsburgh. Now, if you don't know the name, well, he has yet to pitch for the Pirates this season. This is going to be his season debut for Pittsburgh. He was a non-roster invitee, uh, invitee to spring training, and he was expected to be recalled today, which he was for AAA or from AAA in Indianapolis to make his debut with the Pirates. Now, in AAA, you're usually, if you're calling someone up, you're like, all right, he should have serviceable numbers, right? Something good to maybe get excited about. But that really wasn't the case with Eikhoff because he was just 4-3 and three with a 484 ERA with just 47 strikeouts and over 48 innings pitched this year. And I believe he pitched with the Mets and the Phillies when he was in the majors beforehand, started like 80-something games, and the numbers were nothing that would impress you. Now, in terms of numbers that may impress you, Keegan Thompson could be a guy to dish that out for you, and he will be taking the bump for the Cubs. Now, Keegan Thompson, once he was converted from a reliever to a starter, he was doing great work for the Cubs, and then the team started catching up with him. We saw him have a terrible start in Baltimore, and then following that up with an awful start in New York. But then he bounced back at home against Atlanta, surrendering no runs, and the Cubs won that game 1-0. His splits between home and in a way, yeah, they're pretty egregious because on the road, he's got a 6.63 ERA with a 7.39 fit. Yeah, that absolutely concerns you. But the good news out of Keegan Thompson is that he has gone up against Pittsburgh twice. Total, he's gone nine innings, allowed just six hits and no earned runs against the Pirates. Eight strikeouts altogether. He came in for relief in one game, pitched four innings, and then the other uh, was a start, and he did very well in that one as well. I mean, obviously not giving up any runs. But overall, Keegan Thompson's numbers, 6-2, and two, 327 ERA, 4.22 on his FIP. So, yeah, his ERA maybe not as good as he should be or what we can expect out of him. And then he's got a Sierra of 4.01. Now, that's not something you probably want to trust against a good team or even an above-average team, but I don't think you can label the Pirates in that category, especially when they're thrown out a starter that we don't know what the hell to expect out of him. He wasn't even doing that great in AAA. And you look at where this market moved to. Pittsburgh opened up minus 119 as the favorite. And now you've seen this completely flip and then some. The Cubs are now the favorite, and at-bat Rivers are laying minus 132. So the market is in love with the Cubs tonight in this unique situation, and I got to say, I'm in agreement with them. Now, you could look to bet the Cubs for the full game. Again, I bet Rivers at least are laying minus a buck 32. But what causes some trepidation into going the full nine with backing the Cubs is their bullpen. They've got the second highest ERA in the big leagues at 4.78. They got a whip of 135 throughout their bullpen. They've given up the most runs, home runs, and hits in the league throughout their bullpen. Now, they've been taxed a lot because their starters haven't gone deep, but still, there is some cause for concern with this Cubs bullpen. And I'm not saying the Pirates have a great bullpen and can close things out, but if Eikhoff actually does have maybe a decent outing, I don't know, it's kind of close with the Cubs, whatever it may be, you know, I just don't really want to have to sweat out the full game for the Cubs here. So instead, I'm going to be looking in the first five. More so, again, putting that stock in Keegan Thompson to hopefully limit Pittsburgh like he's done before. And 
hopefully these bats can finally come alive against Pittsburgh with, again, an unknown commodity in Ikov. So that's the direction I went. I'm going with the Cubs on the first five money line, minus 125 tonight. You've also seen a lot of movement in that regard. So hopefully the Cubs can get off to an, uh, a hot start against Ikov, show him that he doesn't deserve to be in the big leagues, and then Keegan Thompson can get back on track to being consistent and continuing his success against Pittsburgh. So give me the Cubs on the first five money line, minus 125. Keegan Thompson, 5-2-1 on the first five money line this year as a starter. Speaking of another first five, another game that I think could be a good angle to approach with that is this Rockies and Marlins game. Now Miami at home, I guess they're actually opening up the roof. Seldom does that happen. But the Marlins opened up minus a buck 85 in this game. They got their stud pitcher Pablo Lopez starting tonight going against the Rockies with Chad Cool taking the mound. Now Pablo Lopez is a guy that we did take a flyer on for NL Cy Young. And ever since then, it really hasn't gone too well for him. But where he has thrived has been at his home ballpark down in Miami. Now at home, he's got a 289 FIP compared to 370 on the road. And guess what? He actually had some familiarity with the Rockies. He went to Coors Field, with, which is a harder park to pitch in, and he held them to just three hits, no runs in six innings and racked up five Ks. So Pablo Lopez was a tough matchup for this Rockies team at a favorable ballpark at home. I can't imagine it's gonna get any better with a struggling Rockies team who's just terrible on the road. So even in his career, he's 2-0 with a 2.33 ERA and three starts against the Rockies is Pablo Lopez. So I'm looking to back him, and I'm looking to fade Chad Cool because Cool on the road, he's got a four-flat ERA, a 3.37 Woba, and a 4.24 FIP. So he's been a lot worse on the road this year as opposed to at Coors Field. And even just his overall numbers, nothing to write home about. He's got a 3.69 ERA, but then you take into consideration what his true ERA should be like his Sierra, that's up to 479. And you look at this Marlins offense, they actually do exceptionally well against righties. 738 OPS, 300 flat with their batting average of balls in play, 323 Woba, and then a 111 WRC+. Plus. Whereas the Rockies, they're not hitting righties that good. And even worse when it comes to their road splits. Against righties on the road, Colorado's got a 580 OPS, a 272 BABIP, a 261 Woba, and then their weighted runs created plus is all the way at the bottom at just 65. Now, both bullpens, again, this could be an issue. The Marlins, they have some good starters here and there, but they really don't have a trustworthy bullpen. They got a 433 ERA and a whip of 137. Now, the Rockies' bullpen is bad themselves with an ERA of 466, but I don't want to have to, again, sweat out not having Pablo Lopez in this game because that's the main reason I'm trusting the Marlins and also the Marlins bats going against a righty and Chad Cool. So why not just go with the beginning stages of this game, not have to worry with what we can't control in the latter half and go with the Marlins in the first five. Now it's a steep price because even with their money line, we told you they opened minus 185. Now it's up to minus $2 and you've seen a similar pattern with the first five money line because they know if you're betting this, you're betting on Pablo Lopez. So what you can do is the first five run line, or how they phrase it at Bet Rivers, who will be leading after the first five innings. And the price I got on Miami was minus a buck thirty. At the most, I guess I would play it up to minus one forty. Ideally, you could get it at the steepest, minus a buck thirty-five. But that's the bet I'm going to make for this spot. Miami on the first five run line, minus a half. So they just have to be winning at the end of five innings, minus one thirty.
And then finally, we got one more play. This one will be the full game, not the first half of it. We're taking it up to Minnesota, where the Twins are taking on the Guardians. Minnesota opened about minus 145 in this spot. Currently, they've moved 20 cents up to minus a buck 65 at Bet Rivers. You got Sonny Gray, the veteran, taking the bump for Minnesota, who's actually posted some really great numbers. He's 3-1 with a 2.09 ERA and a 2.74 FIP, a whip below one, and a left-on-base percentage of 85%. League average is 72%. So exceptional numbers out of Sonny Gray. And at home, he's been even better. He's faced Cleveland once this season, went over four innings pitched, allowed just four hits and two earned runs, and also racked the bait strikeouts in that game. By the way, strikeout props at three and a half. Maybe consider that as well. But you're facing Tristan McKenzie, whose numbers have not been that stellar himself. He's 4-5 with a 4.37 fifth, despite having a 2.96 ERA. He already went against Minnesota once, went seven innings, allowed three hits, and just three earned runs. But overall against Minnesota, this is his sixth career start. He's gone 1-4 with a 5-4-0 ERA in his first five meetings against the Twins. The wind's blowing out tonight. The Twins are hitting righties really well, but even better at home where they got a 123 WRC+. Cleveland's okay against righties, but not as great as the Twins are. And Cleveland's got a great bullpen, but Minnesota's ain't too bad. I'm going to trust Sonny Gray here, and I'm going to trust this Minnesota offense to bounce back from what happened last night with the loss in extras and to get a win. So I laid minus 153 with the Twins. If you're not comfortable laying a buck 65, consider the run line at plus 133. But the Minnesota Twins on the money line going to be my third and final play of the night. And we'll recap these at the end of the show, but we're going to take a quick break, talk more baseball with Ryan Rothstein next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? 
I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you gotta think, Love he's it. gonna guard, he don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard, like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock, and then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussions surrounded around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered because Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. And you've got these CityCasts available in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and don't forget Washington, D.C. So subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts available. You'll be set up with multiple episodes a week and great local sports betting content. Okay, welcome back to the show. It is Rush Hour. I'm Danny Burke, your host. Thank you for being with us on this Wednesday evening. We were just telling you about all the different city casts. Well, let's go ahead and welcome in one of those hosts, being Ryan Rostein, host of the Philadelphia City Cast. You can follow him on Twitter, at WiseRye. Uh, Ryan, your Phillies are playing right now against the Rangers. I'm looking at the big screen here at the Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Uh, looks like the top of the six. They just stole a base, so you got a runner on second. Castellanos is up at the plate. They're down two. They need to do like some depressing announcement or something so Castellanos can tie this game up. But we're looking at the live line right now. The Phillies are plus 275. Did you get involved with this game pre-flop? Is there any live betting angle you would maybe take? Uh, obviously, I got involved with it pre-flop. And, you know, obviously, I'm, I'm paying the price here, Danny. It's I, I was talking to some buddies before this game went live, and – you know, going into this series, it's only a two-game set against the Texas Rangers in Texas. By the way, last night they announced thirty thousand in that uh, in that crowd. I mean, it it was a snooze fest watching it from a distance. But I digress. I give the 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 players credit. It looks like the AC's blasting in there, and you just want to take a nice little nap if you go down to Texas to play the Rangers. Uh, but the, anyway, the Phillies had Wheeler on the mound here today, and you say, all right. Wheels been dealing. They're going to bounce back. Uh, they've been playing unbelievable. Fifteen and three in the month of June. Fifteen and four, excuse me. Uh, and and this is what happens. You mentioned Castellanos. Forget waking waking him up right now. While you're at it, wake him up for the whole season. I mean, this guy. You you brought him in here uh, to to be a bat allegedly, and he has just been MIA. Schwarber. We've seen the June Schwarbs hitting bombs here uh, thus far now. He finally woke up, but uh, Castellanos has been a disappointment while we see him at bat. Uh, and, and and an unfortunate potential loss here. Still plenty of time. Uh, but anytime the Phillies go to the bullpen in the fifth inning on a day that Zach Wheeler's starting, Danny, I'm not going to tell you to go ahead and bet them live uh, because their bullpen is a dumpster fire. 
Yeah, that's for sure. Well, it looks like Castellanos may be reaching here on a drop third strike, so the Phillies will take whatever they can get at this moment. Yes. It's old Castellanos, as you alluded to, kind of struggling up to this point. I'm sure he'll figure it out. And uh, as a Chicago fan and a Dyer Schwerber fan, happy to see him providing some good offense for you guys there in Philly. But look, this team has kind of been going on spurts back and forth, it seems like. And right now, Ryan, they're about eight games back from the Mets. You got the Braves ahead of them by a few games. I mean, the Mets have just been unbelievable. At some point, you question whether they're going to slow down or they're just this amazing. But when you look at how these NL East division odds stack up, naturally, you're going to get the Mets as the favorite. They're minus 235. Then you get the Braves at 2-1. to one. Your Phillies at 14 to 1, the Marlins 100 to 1, and then the Nationals at 500 to 1. Look, the Mets are the easy option, of course, but is there any value you think maybe with the Braves or the Phillies? I would say the Braves, Danny. Uh, listen, you mentioned the Mets, too. Let's talk about this division for a second, as we're, we're already alluding to. Mets are in first place. Phillies rattled off nine straight wins after they fired Joe Girardi. Okay, the Phillies are three games above 500 right now. They ended the month of May eight games under 500. So that's the stretch that the Phillies have been on. Meanwhile, while they were doing all of that, which was a Herculean type of effort, the Atlanta Braves rattled off 14 straight victories. Meanwhile, the Mets remained in first place. You had one team win nine in a row, 15 of 17 at one point. You had another team win 14 in a row, all in the same division. Neither of those two teams are currently in first place of their respective division. We're, of course, talking about the NL East. So I joked with uh, Phillies fans over the past couple of weeks, even months, uh, the ones that say the Mets are going to met because the Mets have historically in recent history collapsed at one point or another throughout their seasons. Anytime they showed their fans any signs of hope or optimism, I don't believe that to happen this season. The Mets are for real. They are legit. Uh, but if we're looking for any type of value, I, I think the, the Braves are certainly going to give them a run for their money here. Uh, once we start getting into July and August, it's going to be a, a very tight two-team race. But I, I still would give the edge to the Mets, but the Braves are worth a play. Yeah, sure thing. Two to one right now in this hot Atlanta team. We'll see how close it gets toward the end of the season. But the NL East stacking up as one of the deepest divisions in baseball, I guess, aside from the Nationals. But I do want to focus in on Atlanta tonight, Ryan, because I think this is a really interesting game against the Giants. And you got what? Charlie Morton taking the bump for Atlanta, who, yeah, had a good start his last time out, but overall has not been the most trustworthy guy. Yet the market seems to be putting some faith in him. They're up to minus a buck 37 against the Giants and Rodon. Now, Atlanta is hitting lefties very well. I would almost gravitate towards San Francisco, if anything. I didn't touch it. Uh, totals at nine, by the way. But did you see anything worth a play for this game? Yeah, it's funny you mentioned San Francisco. Um, I, I would agree with you. Uh, if I was going to play this one, uh, I would probably lean San Francisco, uh, especially getting them. At some slight value, I see plus 116, of course, depending on when you're looking at grabbing that. But, um, yeah, I, I would lean with the Giants. I would also lean with the under here. Um, but I don't feel strongly uh, about this one. I had just spoke pretty highly about the Atlanta Braves. But uh, I do like the Giants. And I guess you can say a slight value play here uh, as a slight dog. 
Do you think it's a value play here with this other NLE squad being the Nationals? I mean, you got Corbett on the mound who hasn't been that great himself, but the Orioles, I always joke, are a team that I just have no read on whatsoever, and it seems really tough to want to lay over minus 160 with this team. But I get it. I mean, you know, they got better bats than the Nationals do right now. But, yeah, Baltimore minus 162, Washington plus 138. Again, another total we see at nine. What are you thinking here? I agree with you with your Baltimore assessment. I mean, they're not a team that you feel confident on uh, making any type of read. But Washington is an absolute mess right now. You mentioned Corbin. He is He's brutal. Uh, you know, he has a slider that doesn't slide. He has a fastball that's not fast. Um, so if you're looking at playing anything, maybe take Baltimore first five innings. I feel relatively good about that just because of my knowledge with Washington and who they're handing the ball off to to start things off. So I would lean with that. If you're looking for some type of an edge, I would feel relatively confident taking Baltimore in the first five. That's probably the only play I would make here. All right, Ryan, then final NL East game. I had to play in this one, actually, with the Marlins and the Rockies. I went with the Marlins minus a half in the first five. I'm trusting Pablo Lopez here. The Rockies, a different team on the road. Are you riding with me on this one or at least uh, giving me uh, a little bit of a boat of confidence here? Do you think the Rockies could be a value play? No, I have I have the Marlins as a pick. Uh, I also like the over in this one. We saw, what, 17 runs uh, yesterday between these two teams. Um, so I'm riding with the over. Uh, and I'll, I'll rock with you on the Marlins. I have, I have no fight to give you uh, for that one, Danny. Hey, that's what we like to hear, baby. Hey, Ryan, we are getting up against it here. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about the Sixers right now. I know there's been some change uh, with the whole franchise right now, but more importantly, I want to focus on Joel Embiid. There's, of course, the rumors and speculations about him. I don't know, maybe going to Miami or whatever it may be. What are you expecting out of the Sixers this offseason? Great question. Uh, no one really seems to know. I, I will say this. There is no chance that the Philadelphia 76ers will be using that 23rd overall pick tomorrow night oh. unless uh, they make a handshake deal with someone uh, via trade and the Sixers will end up shipping that, that pick off. But look for the 76ers to be involved in a trade at some point between now and the draft tomorrow night with their 23rd overall pick. They're looking to trade Matisse Thybul. Uh, the all-NBA defender that can't shoot. They're looking to trade Korkmaz off the bench. Uh, so just a couple of names there, as well as Danny Green, who is, has a torn-up knee. Uh, so they're looking to move three key rotational pieces and their first-round pick tomorrow night. So be on the radar for some 76ers news uh, coming in the next couple of days. But there's a lot of work to do, a lot of questions that no one can answer around town, which is, is nerve-wracking. <laughs> well, Ryan, uh, I'm sure most things with Philly is typically nerve-wracking, as it is for us here in Chicago with all our sports. Very similar most of the time. But, hey, great stuff per usual, my man. Great catching up, and best luck with all your plays tonight. I appreciate it, Danny. Always a pleasure. You bet. At Wise Ryan, where you can follow Ryan on Twitter for more of his content. Be sure to listen to the Philadelphia City Cast with multiple episodes a week. Coming next, it's time to talk some Buck. Game for the Stanley Cup Finals. Jonathan Davis will be joining us. Sides, props, totals, all you need to know about the game will be discussed next right here. It is Rush Hour. This is Rush Hour.
Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Whether you're cheering on Tampa Bay or Colorado, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for the latest odds, promotions, and boosts throughout the Stanley Cup Finals. Every game of the playoffs, log in to Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook and place three $10 same game parlays to receive a free $10 bet. Claim your free Bet Rivers bet tonight for game four with that matchup between Tampa Bay and Colorado on the Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Terms and conditions apply. See site for more details. All righty, well, let's dive into that Game 4 action here on Rush Hour. Danny Burke, your host, live just out of the Windy City in Des Plaines, Illinois, at the Bet River Sportsbook, at Danny Burke Fiverr. You can follow me along on Twitter. To help us handicap tonight's game, we got to bring in one of the experts, that being Jonathan Davis at West Coast Hockey, where you can catch him on Twitter and also host of the Ice Cap on Sirius XM NHL Radio. Jonathan, uh, I, you had a great point here, and I know you and I were just talking about this off-air, but as we look into game four, I kind of want you to say again, because I thought it was really valuable what you were saying about this Tampa Bay team, because I was saying, man, I would almost argue the desperation levels are as high in game four as they were in game three, because if Tampa Bay doesn't win this one, the obvious sentiment would be it's pretty much over. But you kind of went into it in the sense that they're not a team that is that squad to be like, oh my goodness, we need this so desperately. They're kind of a calm, cool, collected, we've been there and well-coached team. But if you could expound on that a little bit further, I think that'd be really valuable. Yeah, I don't think the moment gets too big for them. I mean, you know, if you go back to the Eastern Conference final, Danny, I mean, they were down 2 nothing midway through, what, the second period of game three. And, you know, four and a half periods later of hockey, they were up 3-2 in the series, and seven and a half periods later, they won the series. They understand it. Um, they've got, you know, John Cooper saying to you, I, I would put John Cooper in the same, you know, league as Bill Belichick. And, and, and you know, no moment is too big. They understand it. They don't, they don't get caught up in it. Um, they really go from shift to shift, period to period, use all the cliches. But, you know, this team understands it and doesn't get freaked out by it. Yeah, and you saw that even when they were trailing in game three by a goal, even though it was one goal by the way those first two games went, it was still a lot to climb back and then win 6-2. to two. So a huge win for Tampa Bay. They're hoping for the same result tonight. But the market's telling you that Colorado still deserves to be a slight favorite. They're minus 114 at Bet Rivers, and Tampa Bay's minus 103. This total we still see at 6 with the juice to the under. Now, this total is kind of funny to me. If there was a game I thought was going to go under the total, I thought it was going to be game three. And now, Jonathan, I look at this total and I'm like, how could you bet the under, right? It's got to be over or nothing. And the fact that you're getting plus money to bet the over, that would be the only route I would take with it. I don't know how you bet how you bet the under. I mean, you know, you've got to have a lot of stones to do it. You know, it's funny because <laughs> I was talking to Mike Palm when I was in Vegas you know, earlier in the week, and we were we, we, we were just stunned that the under it was like six juice to the under in game in game number three, and and here again, you know, I think we're, at, we're around minus one ten. Yeah, look, I, I would be I, I'm on the over. I, I think at, at worst we get to six. Uh, I, I can't see how you play it any other way. And talking about overs, Danny, I mean, I also like that first period over one and a half. I mean, we've seen that hit in all three games of this series and four. You know, and for Colorado, and, and for Colorado, they've hit you know the over in that first period before their last five games. Yeah, and I like what you said. Now, of course, there's a way worse 
scenario to where they don't get to six. But I'm with you in a sense of where I'm predicting this game. I think if you're betting the over, if it doesn't go over, I see this ending in like a 4-2 type of game. I could see it being close in the third period, like 3-2, to two, whichever team's up, ends up putting in an empty netter and that it ends at six. That's kind of how I'm uh, just visualizing the outcome of this game. So I'm in agreement with you there. Do you have any props that you're looking forward to tonight? I was close to getting involved with some for Game 3. Didn't end up having enough conviction to do so. But we're getting to that point in the series where you can get a little bit more reliability on some of these trends. And I'm curious to see if you have any that stood out to you. Yeah, I'm going with my favorite prop, which is Nathan McKinnon over four and a half shots on goal. I mean, it's hitting five of six. Nathan's had, you know, he's had games earlier in the playoffs where he's had eight, nine shots on goal. You know, after game three, what's Nathan McKinnon doing, you know, at practice? He's out on the ice doing shooting drills uh, with, I, I can't remember if it was one of his teammates or, or one of the coaches. This is a guy that, uh, look, for me, that that's that, that's a gimme prop. I, I really like it. And I think that number is getting up juiced higher and higher. I think I got it at about $1.45, but that's one. You know, the other prop, goal in the first 930. That's hitting all three games of this series. We've even had two goals in the first 9.30, in the first two games. So that's another prop that I like for tonight. All right, I like that angle. Hey, Jonathan, I got to ask you about the Conn Smythe Trophy here. Now, Kel McCarr is looking like the big favorite if the Avalanche end up pulling this thing out. He's minus 225. Then you get Nathan McKinnon, your boy, at plus 450. Vasilevsky's at 6-1, to one, and everybody thought, including myself, if Tampa wins, you're probably giving him the award. Uh, he's had a couple, well, I mean, game two was his worst effort naturally, and he was okay in the other games. But if the Avalanche win and you don't want to lay that price with Kale, who do you look to bet? Is it McKinnon or is it somebody else? Well, I've got Makar at 5-1, to one, so I'm pretty happy about that. I did that early in the playoffs. There you Not go. As, as said, <laughs> you know, I'll still have to give Andy McNeil high praise. He's got him at 13-1. to one. I wish I had that ticket. But if, look, you look at Andre Vasilevsky in Game Three, Danny, and 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 JT Comfer, the Colorado Avalanche, had to be having nightmares after Game Three because he got robbed three times by Vasilevsky. Once when the score was five to two, you know, I've said I pulled a groin when Vasilevsky made that toe save. So I, you know, I think if if Tampa is to win this series, Andre Vasilevsky is going to be your Consmite Trophy winner. For Colorado, I mean, I'd look at Val Nichushkin. I think he's around twenty to one. I think that's a pretty good bet. Um, you know, maybe Miko Rantanen, who hasn't found the back of the net very often, but I think he's got, what, seven or eight assists in the series. Goals are usually the ones that sell. I still think McCarr is the best, but from a value standpoint, if you're looking at someone else from Colorado, I think the Chushkin at 20 to 1 is a pretty darn good pick. He's as high as 35 to 1 as well. I mean, is that even more tempting now for you? $15 difference. Uh Absolutely. I mean, you know, look, quiet in game three, but, you know, if you're looking at a sleeper play for, for um, you know, for the Avs, I think it is Nachushkin, you know, who was really, who was solid in the first two games, good series against the Rangers as well, or I'm sorry, good series against Edmonton as well. Uh, that That's a sleeper. But I think, look, I think it's Kale McCarr's uh, trophy to win. Um, you know, the other guys are just, you're looking at a value play. Sure. Makes sense. Well, hey, Jonathan, I know this isn't a play that you officially had written down, but I still just wanted to get your thoughts on it because I was kind of looking at it and the line did move at a lot of books. And that was Vasilevsky with the saves prop. It was at about 32 and a half, some juice to the over, and then pretty much everywhere ticked up to 33 and a half. 
Is, is that more so the thought process that, look, in general, you're going to expect Colorado to come out firing because that's how great of an offense they have, but especially even more so after a loss, do you expect to see a lot of shots on goal by this Colorado side? I do. Um, and I think that if you're going to play it anyway, you, you, you play it over. I mean, you know, the Avalanche have had no shortage of shots on goal and at least shots directed at the net. And they've controlled they've controlled play. I mean, they've got the puck on their stick far more than the Tampa Bay Lightning. So, yeah, I mean, I could see it. It's one, you know, I'm going to I'm not as comfortable with, you know, the other props that I there are two other props that I would look at. One would be Nathan McKinnon to score a goal tonight. I mean, I think he is going to be a guy. Like I said, he was so determined and working so hard after practice. That's the type of guy that Nathan McKinnon is that, you know, working on his shot. Not a goal in this series. I do like him. You know, if you're looking at somebody else from Tampa as an anytime goal, Steven Stamkos has got 10 goals in the playoffs. Eight of them have come on home ice. That's another one that I would look to. Awesome stuff. Well, hey, Jonathan, for our sake... We're hoping this goes deep, so, you know, we're kind of rooting for Tampa Bay tonight, and naturally we'll be sweating out your bets alongside with you. So best of luck with all those, and thank you again for making some time. Enjoy the game tonight. Danny, always a pleasure. Have a great rest of your show. You got it. Appreciate it, as always. Jonathan Davis at West Coast Hockey, where you can follow him on Twitter. Make sure you're checking out his show on Sirius XM NHL Radio, host of the Ice Cap. And hey, speaking of things to check out, folks, make sure you're checking out the VEASAN Summer Special. For only $19, you can get a hold of that right now from this moment to the end of July. Up to July 31st, you get Adam Burke's Daily Best Bets in Major League Baseball. We've also got tons of NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. And don't forget about Point Spread Weekly, our digital betting guide. You also get use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it. Again, for just $19 and you will be a subscriber through July 31st. So you can get a hold of that and sign up at vsin.com slash summer. That's vsin.com slash summer. One more segment to go here on Rush Hour. I'll give you more of my expanded thoughts on Game 4 of the Stanley Cup Finals. Tell us more about uh, how we're sweating out our series bet, if there's any way to hedge or what we can do if this possible scenario comes up where the Tampa Bay Lightning win. And then, well, we'll go back to our baseball bets, the games that have not gone off yet. We'll recap our best bets on the diamond. So one more to go. Stick with us. Danny Burke, your host here on Rush Hour. It is Visa, the sports betting network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Want more betting insights to help give you an edge? Well, check out VSN's Best Bets podcast. And there you can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24 7 stream of VSN experts who are tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, and bad beats from sports books not only in Las Vegas, but across the entire country. So download the VSN Best Bets podcast right now at slash podcast or wherever you go to get your podcast available. All righty, folks, it is our final segment here on Rush Hour. Thank you for being with us on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host, and you can always follow along on Twitter at DannyBurke5. I know we've spent the last, well, I guess just the last segment talking about some Stanley Cup action, but wanted to spend a little bit more time on that because we have been heavily invested in hockey in general this year, and especially throughout this postseason and with this series. Now, we really only made, I think, just the one bet, and including just a game-to-game basis, and that was the total games played over five and a half. Now that the Lightning finally got a dub under their belt, these odds have shifted. So we went throughout the game odds, and we'll revisit that in a second, but I want to just take it in a new direction and update you on those adjusted series prices because I always like to look at those even regardless how deep or early it is in the series, what the lead may be. It's still just fascinating to look at and potentially see to where you can get some value. So if you're looking at these adjusted series prices, and remember, by the way, before game three, Tampa Bay was like five to one. And I think Colorado was what, like minus 650. And I said, hey, if you really like Tampa Bay, take them at like 14 to one to win in six. I think it was. And then plus 850 to win in seven. Now, after Tampa Bay won, here are how the odds have shifted. Tampa Bay is plus 245. Yes, still a sizable dog, but a big difference from what they were before. Colorado now is minus 295. 
If you're looking at the total games played in the series, remember we did over five and a half at minus buck fifty before this whole thing started. Now over five and a half is minus two seventy-eight. So they're telling you that hey, there's maybe a good chance that Tampa Bay could get one more win in here, and that being tonight. Yet they're not the favorite tonight. Kind of, kind of unique that way. Uh, but in terms of the exact outcome, we told you Tampa Bay to win in six was fourteen to one. That has been slashed in half. Now that is seven to one. Tampa Bay to win in seven. 5-1 to one currently before I believe this was the one that was plus 850. If you're looking at the side of Colorado, them to win in 7 is plus 370. Colorado to win in 6 is plus 270. And Colorado to win in 5 is plus 210. If you want to do the spread series outcome, Colorado minus a game and a half, meaning they win in 5 or 6 is minus a buck 36. Tampa Bay catching a game and a half is plus 108, meaning they'd have to win the whole thing or lose in 7. And, uh, yeah, Colorado minus two and a half games. Same bet, obviously, as Colorado to win in five. So you're at the odds of plus 210. So we are sweating out over five and a half games. That's the one we're still riding right now. And that's why we will be, of course, rooting for Tampa Bay tonight. And aside from just that perspective of things, me wanting Tampa Bay to win from that bet that we already have, I actually do give a very, very slight nod to the Lightning in this game. I thought Jonathan Davis, who we were just talking to, brought up a really good point. I mean, the championship pedigree, as corny as you want to say it is, it's a legit thing, especially when you're winning back-to-back -back Stanley Cups and you have battled back as an underdog numerous times already this postseason. And you saw it happen in Game 3. They were down one nothing, almost down 2 nothing, but the no goal was a factor in that first spot for Colorado. And then Tampa Bay not only clawed their way back, but they won 6-2. to two. And he's right. The equalizer is, yes, Colorado's incredibly fast, incredibly skillful offensively, but Darcy Kemper is not that great of a goalie. He gets the benefit from being surrounded by such top-tier talent with the remaining spots on his squad. Can Vasilevsky limit this Colorado team? Can Tampa Bay limit, once again, those giveaways? Because you know what? Colorado, yeah, they only scored twice, but they had four power play opportunities and took advantage on half of them. Tampa Bay had six. I think they only netted in one. You got to lock those in, and you got to prevent Colorado from getting those opportunities. And I don't know if you can get away with that once again in this game. Tampa Bay, do yourself a favor, get out to the early lead, get that crowd momentum going. Because I do think, and I know John, what Jonathan's saying, right? They don't have to play like a desperate team, but those levels are as high as they were in game three. Because if they don't win this game, let's face it, Colorado's probably winning the next two. Or not the one after that, pardon me. So yeah, Tampa Bay's got to win this game. They're currently minus 103 as of this moment. Uh, Colorado on the other side is minus 114. Tampa Bay, if you want to go with the puck line, them winning by two or more was about plus 230. If you want to go with the puck and the hook with Colorado, it's plus 205. And in terms of that total, like I was saying last segment, I I just don't know how you bet the under right now unless you're thinking, oh, it's just due. It's, it's only a matter of time before one of them hits. I just don't know. This could just be another great opportunity to look at the over, and they're giving you plus money to do so. It was just plus 102, and now it's even money at Bet Rivers, but the juice is on the under 6 minus 118. Guess what? That was the same case for game three. It even went down to 5.5. Boy, did that turn out to be looking pretty silly. I just think if you're betting this total, 
it's got to be the over or nothing. I'm not going to get involved with anything in the first period. I know the goals have been coming in a bountiful amount in the first period, but I'd just be looking at the full game over. And I get there's worst-case scenarios, but I see this game ending up in kind of a 4-2 fashion at the worst which with whatever team ends up winning. If it's not going to hit the over, I feel like you probably get a good chance at pushing here. So, yeah, if you're more so looking to get involved in the total, I would only recommend the over. But if I have to go with the side, even trying to be objective here, you know, discrediting our over five and a half series or games in the series bet, I still think I would look toward Tampa Bay. Now, considering we have seen Colorado get out to quick starts and sizable leads, maybe you instill some patience in you. Get a better number with Tampa Bay if they go down once again. And heck, maybe they go down in a fashion that's so quick that you're like, I don't want anything to do with Tampa Bay. This isn't their night. Maybe that's something that you subscribe by for Game 4 of the Stanley Cup Finals. Don't think that's a bad idea either. But we're absolutely rooting for Tampa Bay, and then we can cash in on our over five and a half games played in the series bet. But let me give you some official plays. I don't want to end out with just all these leans because we did have a few plays that we were rocking with in terms of baseball tonight. Uh, we had some action in this Cubs and Pirates game. Yeah, trust in the Cubs tonight, believe it or not, but that's because they got Keegan Thompson out there on the bump, but it's not that Keegan Thompson has been the most reliable guy himself the past month. The last two road starts have actually been just horrid, but he's been great against the Pirates. In two outings, he's gone nine innings pitched, one as a reliever, and one as a starter. He's limited them to just six hits, no earned runs, and eight total strikeouts. Now, he's 5-2-1 in the first fives this year as a starter, and I'm saying that because I don't want to trust his Cubs bullpen that has the second-highest ERA in all of Major League Baseball. Yes, Keegan Thompson has struggled on the road, but it was against a Baltimore team that incredibly volatile that's why I don't touch them and the Yankees who are what I think the best team in baseball Pirates are a little bit different and the Pirates are also throwing out a guy who's got a 484 ERA in AAA this year which has 47 strikeouts and over 48 innings pitch couldn't have that much success or rather didn't have that much success with the Phillies and the Mets when he was last up in the big leagues Jared Eikhoff I don't want to put any faith in him maybe they get him out and maybe the relief can do something decent but until that point I'm thinking the Cubs can take advantage against him and I think well, you should know and hope that Keegan Thompson's the better pitcher in this situation. So I'm just going with the first half of this game. Cubs on the first five money line, minus 125. And then uh, Colorado and Miami, not a good start for that bet. Colorado already tacked on a run against Pablo Lopez. Come on, Pablo, figure it out, baby. Uh, he's been doing better at home. Not a good start right now, but that was the other bet we had. Marlins first five. And then the later game that you can still get involved with, we took a bet with the Twins tonight. Sonny Gray has been doing exceptionally well for Minnesota. He's 3-1 with a 2.09 ERA, a 2.74 FIP, and a whip of 0.93. And his left on base percentage is 85%. He's been even better at home where he's got a 1.73 ERA and a 2.63 whip. He's gone up against the Guardians already this year, limited them to just two earned runs and tallied eight strikeouts. Now, Tristan McKenzie has taken the bump for Cleveland. He gave up three earned runs at Minnesota earlier this year. He's got a 435 FIP on the road. He's 4-5 and five with a 296 ERA, 
but his overall FIP is 4.37, which is telling you he's probably not as good as what his ERA is displaying right now. And you know who is really good? The Twins against righties, and even more so, the Twins against righties at home. The market has moved in their direction. I bought in on the Twins when they were about minus 153. They're up in the minus 160 range. So if you don't want to mess with the money line and pay that much, consider the run line. Plus 133 the last we checked in on it. But I like the Twins tonight. That's going to be our other play. Cubbies, don't let me down, baby. Come out. And then we're rooting for the Minnesota Twins. So that's what we got in terms of the diamond tonight. Best of luck if you're tailing. Best of luck with whatever wagers you got going on this evening. Enjoy the slate of games. And we'll be back tomorrow. Plenty more baseball, recap, and hockey in the NBA draft. All of that and more on tomorrow's edition of Rush Hour. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.